Now, straight into our thinking point today, we're going to be focusing on the Babita Diokuran murder case. And, of course, last week, the case against her alleged killers was postponed to the 24th of August. This is for further investigation. We have six men who've been charged with her murder that have made their first appearance before the Johannesburg court. Now, she was a senior official in the Gauteng Department of Health and a witness in a number of corruption investigations. You'd remember the morning she was shot dead outside her home in Johannesburg last year in August in what's believed to have been a hit. So when we look back at it, we're nearly a year on uh, since Babita Diokaran was murdered. Jeff Wicks is a News 24 investigative journalist and uh, he's been working on part of what uh, some of the cases at least that Babita Diokaran sees to have raised questions about. Jeff, good morning to you. Thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you for having me, Kathy. Uh, I was just saying that if, if we look at the timelines, it's literally nearly a year on since Babita, Babita Diokoran died. So I, I want to ask, Jeff, how long has it taken you to be able to get your hands on some of the documents, the emails, information on Babita Diokoran's cell phone that has unveiled what you've put together in the latest investigation it's uh, it's it's taken several months Kathy, and mm. um uh, i must say it's, it's it's a team effort we we have a considerably talented team that's been working on the story and we've had our heads buried for for several months and uh, what we've come out with is um, a, a conclusive revelation that she reported uh, what she believed was a corruption extraction syndicate operating out of the Timbisa Hospital. And she, she made her concerns plain three weeks before she was killed. Let's talk about some of those transactions that she had raised questions about. It's, it's really about suppliers uh, to Timbisa Hospital that she had raised questions about. Absolutely. She flagged um, more than 200 companies um, responsible for nearly 850 million rand in bills, uh, which are funded by the taxpayer. And um, she made these companies um, public, so to say, in a report that she sent to her superiors. And she requested an, an urgent investigation that focused on the spending patterns at Timbisa Hospital and further scrutiny in terms of where the money was going. Um, we now know that... Um, those transactions were never really investigated in their entirety. Let's talk about what made these transactions questionable. So in in terms of the contracts, was it the nature of the contracts that were entered into? Was it the amounts that, you know, the hospital was paying to suppliers for services that had been procured? So I think what raised your interest initially was the fact that Tembisa Hospital was spending money more than um, any other facility in the province. In fact, spending several times over um, larger academic facilities like Steve Biko and uh, Charlotte Matreke. And when she she looked at what they were spending money on, obviously it was for medical goods and services and supplies, but the amounts in question are also quite strange. There was thousands of purchase orders submitted and processed by the Gauteng Depart- Department of Health that are all below 500,000 rand. And that number is important because as soon as it breaches that threshold, it triggers a public and more transparent buying process through tenders and deviations from Treasury and things like that. Below that figure, the hospital CEO can sign off. 
and Tembisa, in the space of three months, processed 1,203 payments. Mm. Another nine hospitals in the province. Another nine hospitals in the province submitted 444 combined. So Tembisa was spending a vast amount of money, and that's what she was focusing on. When she reported the matter to some of her colleagues, in particular um, the the CFO that is in the Department of Health, what was the response? Well, uh, from what we found in her WhatsApp exchanges with uh, CFO Lorato Maggio is that uh, she reported her concerns and specifically she pointed out a company by the name of Kaizen Projects, which is controlled by um, the ANC Ekoleni Treasurer General, uh, Mr. Selo Sikoko. And she raised her concerns and, and, and what Maggio told her um, is quite chilling. She, she said that payments should be processed despite the concerns and that the beta must please keep it quiet. And we are now asking questions as to why she would say that. I found it also interesting that Miss um, Madhu, as you're saying, Jeff, also told her that she doesn't like to deal with politicians. So it's, it's just better for her to let it go than create a situation where she'd have to deal with politicians. What does that mean? Well, it's a very instructive statement. It tells us that um, Ms. Maggio certainly had an idea of who controlled the company because if she didn't, she would, if she was just seeing the name of an entity, she would probably have no idea who, who the controlling director was. And specifically, that director is Mr. Sikoko. So it tells us that there was obviously some level of knowledge with Ms. Maggio, knowing um, that um, a senior politician in the province was doing business with Kimbisa Hospital. But what Babita could not have known at the time, and uh, what she didn't find out before she died, was that in fact Mr. Sikoko had three companies all doing business with the hospital all at the same time. Mm-hmm. What about the other companies? Because you talk about over 200 companies that she had identified as red flags that were doing business with Tembisa Hospital. Well, our investigation is ongoing and we'll continue to expose the people behind these companies as far as we can. Um, But what's key is understanding what was done in terms of an an official probe. Um, the Department of Health, um, instead of doing a focused audit on the spending patterns of Tembisa, did a, a randomized compliance audit of all the facilities in the province. So it, it remains to be seen to what level all of these companies were investigated officially. But we're doing our own work on site. Uh, so effectively, to date, there has been no thorough investigation of Tembisa Hospital of these 200 plus companies that were effectively, you know, drawing millions of rands out of Tembisa Hospital. And the state of the hospital, of course, doesn't speak to the level of expenditure that is is going into the hospital right now. Well, I think that's a fairly accurate statement given what I know. We've asked the Department of Health exactly what they did and who was held responsible, if anyone. And um, they're unwilling to provide those details, but uh, we'll we'll continue to press them for answers. The big question, of course, Jeff, is whether or not there is a link between what Babita Diokoran had raised as a concern and her killing. Absolutely. And um, I mean, that, that, that is still something that, that will remain to be seen. However, the way I view this is that it's 
simply too much of a coincidence that she would, number one, flag such a vast amount in what she calls possibly fraudulent payments, confide in her colleagues that the Tembisa guys might place her life in danger, and then little more than three weeks later she was assassinated. What else do we know about the kind of support that she may or may not have been given, Jeff, especially after she raised concerns um, about her safety? Well, we know that she was never assigned any personal protection, and uh, we also know that she was a cooperating witness with the SIU for more than a decade. I mean, obviously, it came out shortly after she was killed that she had never raised her concerns with the SIU, and and, and that's probably true. Um, but it, what what occurs to me is that she probably didn't know um, the full danger of the individual she was dealing with. Oh, absolutely devastating. Jeff Wicks, uh, let me thank you so much for your time. He is an investigative journalist with News 24, certainly a a story that's worth reading there. And when you just look at uh, the amounts of money that uh, Tembisa Hospital had been paying at the time, in claims and you know just the size of the hospital versus the rest of the country you know they they were charging in a single month goods and services that accounted to 239 million rand it's 25% more than charlotte magrege and its monthly costs and charlotte is four times bigger than Tembisa Hospital. Well, we'll continue with your calls, 11 It's 9.30.